she didn't want to get her branding pictures done she didn't want to show up on social media and when she did she had to make sure like everything was perfect it's almost like a compensation for like but for that part that she felt had like wasn't perfect so to speak and actually once she sort of made peace with the fact that she hadn't done anything wrong she wasn't broken you know and there's we're not none of us are perfect and that's the whole point you know actually let's just show up as our imperfect selves and be happy with that because you know it and it's really changed how she shows up in her business she had her branding pictures done she goes live all the time she's not worrying about now she's not waiting until she's got all her makeup on because we've pulled on that thread and that's how I kind of like to talk about it we're pulling on those threads let's have a look what are all your shoulds around how you should be um, and specifically about how you think you should look Welcome to the Wedding Business Growth Coach Podcast, a podcast dedicated to sharing everything you need in bite-sized episodes to set up your wedding business for success and get your diary fully booked, full of those dream wedding clients. You're here with me, Jen Maynard, Wedding Business Growth Coach and founder of the Boho Bride Guide Wedding Blog and Supply Directory. Each episode is full of value and structured around my Wedding Business Anchor Fundamentals Framework to give you straightforward, step-by-step activities to put in place into your business that will position yourself as the go-to wedding supplier within your specialism. Let's go. Hello and welcome to this episode. It is super exciting to have you with us today. And I'm doubly excited because I have a guest on the show today. I'm welcoming the fabulous Tamsin Broster to the podcast. She's an anti-diet body image coach and helps women transform um, how they see themselves and how they value themselves. Um, The last few episodes, we've been covering how we become the face of our business and the benefits around um, building our business that this has on it. But I wanted to delve deeper into what is going on underneath um, the the makeup exterior that you see today. Um, And, you know, what may well be holding you back from becoming that face of your business and building those closer connections to your online audience that ultimately um, will convert into inquiries to grow your business. So welcome, Tamsin. How are you doing? I'm good. Thanks for having me. This is really cool. Fabulous. Could you share with us a little bit about your world and what you specialize in? Yeah, definitely. Um, So I'm Tamsin, like you said, I'm an anti-diet body image coach and I help women show up in their lives, um, you know, with confidence and feeling like really like they value themselves because women are typically socialized to um, play small, not, you know, we worry about how we look. We're told that our value is based on um, and our worth is based on how we look. And I help women to unpack that so that they can actually live a life without all that stuff attached to it without feeling like they should look a certain way or like you kind of mentioned in the beginning should have makeup on or should have this on and should do this or should be thinner should be prettier all this stuff so I help women unpack that so they can just be themselves and and be true to themselves and enjoy their lives without all that hanging over them brilliant brilliant and I think for for us as wedding business owners growing our business and we may be at the start of that journey um you know we've got to grips with the social media world and how we can showcase maybe our products and services but when it comes to maybe showing our face and actually becoming that face that people recognize and they associate 
like the brand to you as that business owner. And um, that is something that, you know, definitely plays on people's minds that, that there, are, there are various sort of barriers and things that actually turn us away from doing this. And so I'd love to pick your brains, Tamsin, around um, firstly, how might this be showing up for people and, you know, what tends to tends to um tends for people to avoid this scenario of going in front of the camera or, you know, going to networking events or, you know, being that front of your business? Yeah, I think it's really common. I think um, I've seen this a lot, which is why I've started steering my business in this direction to help women who have their own businesses um, to help them get more visible because so much or I see it so often. And when I had clients, a lot of clients last year who had their own businesses and, Many of them didn't want to get their branding pictures done. They didn't want to go live. They didn't want to talk to the camera or just be, it just felt odd. It feels unsettling. Mm -hmm. And what I've been trying to do is help people understand why that is. Because like I said in the beginning, like women are typically socialized to um, be people pleasers and keep the peace and um, stay small. We're complimented on how we look. Um, our body size typically is a, is a really big thing there as well. Um, and, you know, value tied up in, in what we look like. Mm-hmm. So quite often you'll see that people are, you know, they can only go on camera when there's filters attached. But then there's this kind of like a feeling of, okay, if I've only ever been on my social media with filters on, what are people going to think of me when they meet me in real life? And, and it's that fear. So then they stop themselves from going forward to meet people in real life. And, you know, people hate just, I and I understand it because it makes sense, but people do just hate talking to a camera. They hate kind of watching things back or they worry about how their voice sounds and all that kind of stuff. But it all comes back to the same thing. It's all about our body image and how we value ourselves and our own self-worth. We're not actually really worried about what other people think of us really deep down. Um, but we is seeking that validation. It's wanting to still people please all the time. We're making content. We might be thinking, Oh gosh, is this what my clients want to hear about rather than talking about what you want to talk about yeah. and really bringing your own personality into it. And it can be very hard to do, but that's a lot of what's going on behind it is that we don't like seeing ourselves in pictures. We don't like seeing ourselves on video. And if you're, if you, let's say like me, I've got two kids. If you are someone who is a family, got a family and you are typically shying away from the camera in your family, you're not suddenly going to jump on to TikTok, to Instagram, to your Facebook lives with ease. That's going to be hard because you're already holding yourself back from that. Yeah, no, I, I totally. And actually, for, from, for someone that I feel generally comfortable I still get butterflies I still get certain things happen but I feel more comfortable than ever to be in front mostly because of practice and time and you know investing in that but even I can relate to what you said you know things like um my son was ill for the last month um and because I haven't had makeup on my Instagram has gone much quieter because Mm. you know I haven't put my daily makeup on and it's almost like my my war paint kind of thing and like you said if people um, people are used to seeing me with lipstick and my hair done and that sort of thing and then if I turn up looking like a mess like I have done the last but warranted because you know there's been lots of things going on I haven't then turned up and and I definitely um acknowledge that throughout and then you get the whole guilt about not being present on your socials and you know it, it's just this like um you know turmoil of events that 
that actually if we if we felt more comfortable in in our own skin to turn up as we are you know with no filters with with no makeup and and so don't get me wrong I get the whole I feel more confident with makeup on and I feel the best version of me and I do it for me but I also should feel like that without makeup on and and that's the area that personally for me I'm working on so yeah yeah and resonated I think that you know what I try and help um, clients with is help them unpack like how is your self-worth attached to that thing because I wear makeup I'm wearing makeup now um, and I do, sometimes don't but it doesn't change how I show up in my life in my social media or anything else like that because if we waited until we um, always had our hair perfectly or always had our makeup on and stuff like that we're missing opportunities to connect with people and the you know social media especially is such a busy place and even in real life it's a really busy place you know networking is yeah. is busy you have tiny weeny opportunities to kind of you know put your get across to people what you do what you're passionate about all that stuff if you're worrying about how you look or you don't even show up because actually your self-worth is attached to how you feel that day or to you know your self-worth is attached to how you look as it is for so many women Mm. this is what slows us down and you know again I you know think a lot of this contributes to why we're not earning as much why we're not putting ourselves out there why are you know our businesses you know, it takes a lot to run your own business. It takes a heck of a lot and it takes consistency and showing up and all this stuff. And we do all these courses. We do, we do lots and lots of different things, um, to help us get these businesses off the ground. But quite often we ignore this one thing, which is actually our body image and our self image. And there's so much of that, that we kind of don't unpack because, we, we can't we're not unpacking it with with anybody because there's you know it, people aren't coming to me for that stuff because they think it's separate it's not separate it's exactly the same thing and it will be the thing that's holding people back definitely and and so for for um women that are looking to increase their visibility but are are feeling those things that we have very much talked about what what's actually going on you know why why do we closely attach that fear element to becoming more visible what what is going on there well I mean there could be lots of things going on is there's I think everybody's story is kind of different but I think we have to really kind of trace it back to how we have felt about ourselves our whole life what has been reinforced by our families you know our our caregivers you know typically our main caregivers and our mothers and grandmothers and all that kind of stuff what messaging do we get about not necessarily our body but what messaging have they been saying about themselves about their worth and how they show up you know did you grow up in a household where you know um your 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 mum or main caregiver was was kind of picking themselves apart was saying oh gosh I can't possibly wear that I'm too old too fat too whatever you know all those kind of things all that negative like body image narrative it it come it filters down and we then internalize that as small children as young girls as oh, actually, I need to look good. I need to stay thin to be valuable. We don't have any ability to kind of filter that through as something that is nonsense because we don't, we're too young. We're internalizing that over and over again. Then you've got social media. There's not much representation on television for people in bigger bodies or, you know, people, um, it's like tokenistic representation. And I think there's so much going on there. If you, I always refer back to like, programs like Love Island. I know we're not all watching, I know it's not something that people are all watching, but you've only, you can watch any TV program and there isn't bigger body people represented. You know, um, people in larger bodies, people who are not attractive are devalued, dehumanized in 
the, in the fact that we're not represented. It's just not there. Yeah. So we find it hard to be what we can't see. And it's, it's, it's very difficult. We, we, you know, that I think that is where a lot of the fear comes from mm-hmm. because if we kind of pick up our beauty standards, we'll never be enough. None of us are. And the beauty standard keeps changing. So even if we got to that point, even if we changed our hair and we change our body and do all those things at great cost and expense to ourselves and our mental health, even if we do all of those things, it then moves again. Yes. And it's just, it's it just really this, are, what I try and get people to do is kind of let's peel it back. Let's see what, what is your belief around, you know, why you should be a certain way, why you should look mm. a certain way, why you should talk a certain way. There's yeah. so much underneath it all. And it all kind of comes back from our experiences in the world and, and how we've been socialized. Yeah. I mean, even from a point of view that, you know, it's those stories that we tell ourselves as well. Um, I've been yeah. working with a, a, a wedding supplier that, that has, I suppose it think listening to you it's almost it is like a body body image person image and their their head stories are I'm too old I can't get hold of the tech I can't and therefore because I don't understand the tech I can't go visible and actually when you peel it back that that is sort of that imposter syndrome and and that inner critic coming out and actually that's that's been their their story and barrier to actually learning and and allowing themselves to fail to make mistakes um to learn the tech you know it takes effort it takes it takes you know trauma sometimes but it's sort of um yeah allowing yourself to fail and giving yourself the opportunity to to learn that learning process you will fail and we've got to start being okay with with that um I know that's Uh, slightly slightly off but it's again that those stories that has have been learned over time and actually we need to start challenging those and actually see why why our inner critic is telling us that we're we're not good enough in whatever capacity sort of thing yeah because why do we feel that we've got to be good at all the tech straight away why do we feel that we have to you know have things in place and perfect before we give it a go you know before we came on air I was explaining to you how I'd uploaded a TikTok video and had to delete it because it didn't work the tech I, I messed up something I pressed something wrong and it went wrong so I just deleted it start again um and I think a lot of that comes from self-confidence again having that confidence to play around and get it wrong and I think when you kind of zoom out of like especially social media, you're like this tiny weeny little dot on the universe of social media. And that sounds horrible because I know that many people want to feel like they're being seen on social media and that their stuff is being seen, but it is a busy place. It's a busy marketplace. There's lots of people there, you know, sharing personal stuff and business stuff. Um, And to, and to stand out in that, it it takes consistency and keeping to, you know, to keep going and, and, and keep building that resilience. And some of that will be about making mistakes uh, but we just we're not we're not invited to play and I again I think this is how we're socialized like we're not invited to um play and be okay with getting things wrong we're also kind of we see people drop off the radar when they hit a certain age you know I'm 42 and um you know most of my clients are sort of my age group and older because that is the sort of age where we lose a lot more of our confidence and you know social media again doesn't help playing into that that narrative that we are you know somehow past it and 
and and invisible and it's again it's down to beauty culture we're we're allowed to age as long as we don't look like we have yes. and it's utter rubbish it's utter rubbish yeah. you know but whilst we're holding ourselves back and we're not putting ourselves out there there's you know we're not we're not representing the the women who are actually desperate to start their own business and actually it's a great time of life to do it um but we we hold ourselves back because we we don't see it definitely yeah and and so for maybe for clients that you've worked with Tamsin or just generally where would you suggest you know someone that knows the importance of becoming more visible becoming the face of your business but is has one or many of these elements that we've talked about where would you sort of advise to start yeah so a couple of things I think the first place to start you think about like self-worth and self-confidence it's a bit like a house if you've got no foundations for it to build on it's going to be really really kind of rocky you're going to be a bit kind of faking it till you make it and actually I think a lot of that comes through and if you don't really believe that you are enough and if you don't really kind of feel that self-worth it's going to shine through it's going to show through so really what I would get somebody to start with is to start thinking about, um, you know, what do I think of myself? What is the honest thing? What is the thing that I most struggle with? Um, And start just being really curious, you know, what is it that's stopping me from showing up, maybe journaling on it Um, and just kind of peel it back. Like, where does that belief come from? Is it true? Is it kind? Is it really like useful to me? you know, whatever it might be, it might be, you've got a hang up on a particular, um, body part or, you know, I've, I've had clients who have had a really, really sticking point over their stomach, which is a really good one for me to help people with. Cause that was my story too. And something that I have helped people kind of, you know, heal from, mm-hmm. um, because they were worried about showing up in their business and being judged for that because of the type of business they had. And they felt that it should look a certain way. Again, it's getting very clear on your shoulds. What what do you think you should look like? And where does that idea come from? Because once you start pulling on that thread a little bit, you find that actually just, it's not, it's not your belief. It's it's coming from somewhere else. Um, I had another client who um, had had a medical issue during giving birth to a son, which had left her with um, like a problem with her eye and it had changed her eye. Um, It's kind of like a long, longer, complicated, more complicated, more complicated story, but she really struggled with that, like accepting that and not wanting to hide it and everything. And she didn't want to get her branding pictures done. She didn't want to show up on social media. And when she did, she had to make sure like everything was perfect. It's almost like a compensation for like, but, for that part that she felt had like wasn't perfect so to speak and actually once she sort of made peace with the fact that she hadn't done anything wrong she wasn't broken you know and there's we're not none of us are perfect and that's the whole point you know actually let's just show up as our imperfect selves and be happy with that because you know it and it's really changed how she shows up in her business she had her branding pictures done she goes live all the time she's not worrying about it now she's not waiting until she's got all her makeup on because we've pulled on that thread and that's how I kind of like to talk about it we're pulling on those threads let's have a look at what are all your shoulds around how you should be yeah, um and yeah. specifically about how you think you should look yeah gosh I I even can see some work that I need to do <laughs> with regards to that and and I'm sure you know ev- it's a work in progress isn't it, it there's there's um there's so many elements to that but but yeah I mean the freedom that you must feel when that isn't an issue is pretty crazy isn't it 
Yeah, it is really crazy. Mm. Yeah, it is. It's pretty big. And it's almost something you can't really imagine. You just can't imagine it. You can't imagine like never worrying about what you look like. And some people internalize that or or translate that as just giving up. I just never wear makeup again. I just eat pizza all day and I won't care about what I look like. That's not actually the, that's not actually what happens. Mm. It's actually about deeply valuing yourself, how, whatever happens to your, however your body shows up, because we're not as in, in control of how we look or our bodies as we think we are. We're just not our bodies, especially as women change over time we're taught we're supposed to look like we were eight we're 18 when we're 55 and it just it just isn't it just isn't it isn't necessary and it isn't true and so many of us aren't having that experience but we all still think we should be and it's we blame ourselves and that's diet culture we blame ourselves because we don't still look young we still don't look you know like we did when we were sort of 18 and we haven't worked hard enough to maintain that look Mm. and we internalize that as our own failing and our own thing and I that's where I come in to dismantle that completely let's turn that on its head that's just a belief you've been socialized to to think gosh it is it's big and just just listening to you Tamsin I'm I'm, my thought is if if you need to like reframe it and for, for me I'm I'm a very much a people pleaser and that that's where I get my motivation. And actually I'm sat here thinking or listening to you thinking if, if I am able to show up as my authentic self and not care and, you know, whether it's makeup or not a makeup or a not makeup day, et cetera, et cetera. Actually I'm then role modeling that to, to my small audience that actually that and trying to normalize it. And I suppose the more people that feel empowered to do that, you are then setting a precedent for people that are looking at your content. And, and, um, and actually, you know, how refreshing is it when you actually see someone not perfect, messing it up a little bit, you know, in their own world, in, you know, zesting with life and, and just feeling comfortable about what they're chatting about, not worrying if they're saying ums or, you know, yeah. whatever, the, whatever yeah. is your thing. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with that. So yes. I think that's my that's my takeaway. I think I I want to be role modeling that that freedom. That yeah, freedom. and that was going to be my second tip really is about, you know, showing up as your authentic self. Like getting because once you kind of you take away all the things that you thought you should be and you get really clear on the things that are holding you back, you can actually start focusing on well, what really makes me tick, you know, yeah. and how do I how do I incorporate that into my my business and my work because People want to work with different people that connect with them. You know, I'm very spiritual. I'm very open about that. I love um, all things kind of oracle cards. And there's, there was incense burning before I before I um, came on, but it was smoking me out because I had to shut the windows because it was <laughs> the road. So I turn it off. But things like that, you only have to step into my world for like two minutes to like know that I'm into crystals and all that kind of stuff. And that connects and resonates with people. Um, I have a dog and I have kids. Again, it connects and resonates with people. And it's it's not just about showing them that in a perfect way it's about you know just showing it frequently and letting people into your life and the main way we do that is by talking to them you know all my content creation pretty much it's an 80 20 split between um like talking whether that's to the camera whether that's on I mean I don't have a Facebook group but I do it on Instagram I do it on TikTok but I also do it through my podcast and connecting with people who aren't necessarily there to talk back to you 
and going on other people's podcasts. Again, another thing, like, you know, how many of us in our new businesses are reaching out and going, can I come on your podcast, please? Has anybody got a podcast that I would be, we're not putting ourselves out there. And this is something that I, this is my content creation. This is how I connect with potential clients. So that is what I do. I do that all the time. Um, and yes, people sometimes will say, oh no, well, that's not something that's going to work for my podcast, particularly. Sometimes I'm the person who says, actually, your podcast doesn't align with my values doesn't align with my beliefs and therefore it's not it's not for me um reaching out to other guests all those things it's all about putting yourself out there and being able to do that like I said like I have an 80% it's my voice it's my face and then 20% of that is maybe the silly stuff where I'm eating random bits of cake or I'm (laughs) I was randomly eating some lettuce and stuff yesterday on a reel that I was doing because it's funny because I have a sense of humor and because I I I find it funny and I do like some of the trending sounds but I don't rely on that to connect with my audience because you're not talking to them it is funny but it's also forgettable um and I it's taken me a while to get to that to realize that's where my strength is Mm. is actually connecting with people but I don't think I could have done that back in my dieting days where I just thought I was the worst person on the world in the world and it was all my fault that I was a big girl and it was all my fault and that I had failed myself somehow I could never have done what I do now in any way shape or form so and so once someone has really delved deep into what their authentic self looks like feels like what what then what what could they be looking at to do next once they they've got confident around okay this is who I truly am what sort of activities or things that can they take forward then to start testing out you know becoming that face of their business yeah I mean I I think for for anyone wanting to kind of take that next step like you say when they get to that point where they think okay I know what I'm about and I want to start bringing that into my business. Just get talking, just start speaking into your camera. And do you know what? There's little ways that I have built confidence in doing that because you do worry about stumbling, forgetting what you're going to say. I mean, I'm perimenopausal. I forget things all the time. That's why I've got notes in front of me now. Like be okay with having notes. You saw me give a speech at a networking event and I haven't given a speech since I was um, back in my corporate job, um, which was like over three years ago. And to stand there and do that, like it's, it's, and I had notes because that's okay. Like um, there's a really great book actually called um, How to Own the Room. And it talks about like being okay. Like Joan Rivers, the perfect example um, is Joan Rivers is a, you know, she was a, she was a stand-up comedian. She would do comedy shows, but she had an auto cue. And she was like, this is fine. This is how I work best. It's still giving you what you want. You still want me to be funny. But in order for me to deliver you that, I have to have this in. So when I started first making like longer videos and connecting with my audience, I used an app which had like an auto cue on it, which just helped me stop rambling and get to the point, which is what I wanted. Now I don't need it so much because I've used it so much, but it allowed me to retake um lots of different things like that just get really used to seeing yourself and does that come up on your phone then does it so yeah you you type in the script yeah and then as you record it kind of it's free I'll send you the link it's it scrolls up as you're talking so and if you stop talking it stops so and you can you can split it up and you can do different things you know I think things like that give you more confidence than adding filters and all that kind of stuff because 
realistically you're adding like a false layer on top of yourself and people want to see the real you they want you to show up when things aren't perfect because it helps them recognize that they're not perfect um so just be okay with asking for help that you were talking about um a lady sort of struggling with tech ask for help you know ask for help and just start looking for opportunities to um flex that muscle as such and then and then you'll start to build it and you'll realize that the world doesn't come crashing down and actually you know we have like I you know talked about in that it's sort of inner critic we have that inner critic that says to us oh my gosh you're too much and I use the I use the example of my email list because most of us if we've got a small business we're told have an email list it's the way you connect with people right great fine have an email list and then you get people like unsubscribe when you send something and you're like oh my gosh like what did I say wrong and then you get people subscribing you're like oh my gosh what do they want like you can't win because your inner critic is always going to be having a go at you based on what you think about yourself so just start pushing those boundaries and just really challenge it and um yeah, play with it. Give yourself permission to be messy and imperfect and a bit rubbish at it. You know, I love that. Something I personally struggle with, but it's so true. Like we, you know, what do we say to our toddlers when they're learning? Like it is messy. There are, there is tantrums and, you know, shouting at the screen, but that's the only way that, that we will get more comfortable, more confident. And actually, our content is truly authentic and that's what ultimately people want to see isn't it yeah it is I I remember spending hours in um Canva creating these posts with like the perfect wording and all this kind of stuff and it would take me days and then I wouldn't post it because it didn't sound right Mm -hmm. and I took a tip from another marketing expert who was just writing it in notes with none of that none of the drawings or colors no branding colors nothing and just photographing the notes that she'd made in her phone and I started doing that oh. just to get more comfortable with just saying the flipping thing I want to say yeah, yeah. and once I had done that it became a lot easier to go back to putting it in branding colors and all that kind of stuff and I now flip between the two I don't care what my grid looks like and I'm not saying this is for everybody but for me it's more about who do I what is it I need to say today what message is it that I'm really passionate about what do I really deeply care about and what is the best way for me to say that is it best I say it on video is it best I say it in a word thing like it's not really like what's best for my grid or how pretty can I make it look and I realize you're like talking to people who are in wedding businesses it's quite it needs to be maybe quite aesthetically pleasing but again you know why do we feel that way that it's got to look a certain yeah. way and and yeah. be that way and and know? actually you know our work will speak for itself you know that and you know there'll be a mix of posts that you share isn't it but at the end of the day when we're looking to share a post that is positioning ourselves as that business owner to build that connection that no like and trust that can be messy you know that yeah. And, and yeah it's and I think P we are shying away from doing that more. We're a lot more comfortable at sharing the beautiful shoots, the editorials that we've been part of, the real weddings that, you know, that, that have a beautiful story to them. Not, don't get me wrong, but there is, a, there is a piece of the pie that we are leaving out without feeling confident enough to get in front of that, that camera. Yeah. Uh, or, yeah, or so like true. you said, the written version, if, if that's somewhere that you want to start. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, get messy. Yeah, authentic and just play. Yeah, just play. And if you need to practice that play, then practice that play. But if you're frozen on the spot, you know, recognize it's not going to push you forward. It's not going to take you where you want to be. 
Yeah. Tamsin, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for sharing um, a bit more about your world. It is, I've taken away loads from our conversation, so I'm sure our audience has too. Where can people find more about you, Tamsin, um, and what you do? Yeah, so I'm mainly on Instagram. I just, because it just seems to be my playground. I've recently moved over to TikTok, but I am using it sort of now and again when I feel like it. But Instagram is my home and it's just at Tamsin underscore Broster. And I have a website of my name, just tamsinbroster.co.uk. Yeah, you can find me there. Thank you so much. It's been an absolute pleasure and all the best with your exciting ventures coming up. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. My new free downloadable activity pack is now available. Get visible, build connection. The free resource provides you with everything you need to plan one whole year's worth of face of your business online content to build an authentic brand that aligns with you as a person and builds that all important connection between you and your audience. The activity pack includes a bonus template for you to take away and plan your four years worth of face of your business posts, taking out the overwhelm and kicking you into action. So what are you waiting for? Download yours today at weddingbusinessgrowthcoach.com forward slash biz resources. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and took away some wedding business building value. Make sure you subscribe to the Wedding Business Growth Coach podcast to ensure you get notified every time a new episode goes live. See you next time.